are geek-centric, and you can be too. Welcome to the Geekcentric Podcast. My name is Nate, and welcome to yet another special Behind the Geeks episode, uh, where we sit down and interview the people who make the things we love. If you're joining us for the first time, we are Geekcentric, a podcast focusing on the world of movies, TV shows, games, toys, collectibles, and all things geek-centric. Joining me for this uh, which is brew of interviews. I don't know why I'm going like Dracula there. Uh, we have my brother, Kevin <laughs> Hudson. How's it going today, Kevin? I am doing splendidly, thank you. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Kevin, before we get into things, I've been, you know, we've been covering and talking about Hocus Pocus quite a bit over the last week, and I've been meaning to ask you, uh, with which witch would you share a sandwich? Um... <laughs> I don't. It's tough to do this without being a little mean. Uh, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be Mary. Uh, I think her and I both have. Oh no. Her and I have good appetites, so I think. I okay. think We'd each want our own Sammy. Uh, Winifred, <laughs> you know, she doesn't seem like she's the sharing type. Um, I just right. think I think Sarah's the sweetest of them all, so I would definitely yeah. pick her. Of course, and you've already got your own Sarah Sanderson. Uh, if you will, so yeah, and she's not much for for sharing food, so I could definitely use a new Sarah <laughs> to sh- to share food with. See, I was gonna go with Mary Sanderson just because she seems she's always hungry, right? And she seems so delighted by anything and everything. I think you could just shove a few raspberry skin cleansing face masks into a roll, <laughs> and she, she'd be totally good. It would be know. delicious. I don't know. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, uh, before we get to our special guests, I want to let everyone uh, watching or listening know that our spoiler-free review for Hocus Pocus 2 is out right now. Uh, And spoilers, we really enjoyed it. Um, So definitely check that out. On top of that, we have a ton of other content, great content that we've released recently, other interviews um, with folks like Dan Whitney, a.k.a. Larry the Cable Guy. We got her done uh, with the voice of Mater, so definitely check that out. We also have an interview with director Kat Coiro, uh, who is the director of uh, a few of the episodes, or six of the episodes of She-Hulk Attorney at Law, as well as lead writer of that series, Jessica Gao. Uh, and we also had an interview recently with the songwriting duo behind the live-action Pinocchio. Justin sat down with Alan Silvestri and Glenn Ballard. Uh, and we have so many more interviews and reviews, so be sure to subscribe on YouTube or on podcast services uh, of your choice. Uh, but today, as you can probably tell from the, titles of, from the title of this episode, uh, we are talking with some magical folks behind a movie, honestly, 29 years in the making. That's right. Today, we welcome onto the podcast from Hocus Pocus 2 director Ann Fletcher alongside cast members Whitney Peak, Belissa Escobedo, Lilia Buckingham, Sam Richardson, and the legendary Doug Jones, Billy Butcherson himself. A huge cauldron-sized thank you to our friends at Disney Studio Canada for allowing us to take part in these interviews. We always say it, but it does mean so much to us to get the chance to, to talk to these incredible creators and directors and performers who make the things we love. So without further ado, let's get to the interviews. That's kind of sounded like I was doing a spell there, Kevin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, Whitney, Melissa, Lilia, welcome to the Geek Centric Podcast. My Hi. name is Nate. How are you doing? So good. How are you? Yeah, doing good. Were you just talking about how Canadians say sorry? Is that what you're just you talking was. about now? I yeah. knew he heard you. I how did you hear that? Hey. It's okay. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We're we're very apologetic here. It's it's totally fine. I love Canadians. Yeah, yeah, we all do. Yeah, there she is. <laughs> um, <laughs> first off, congrats on the movie. Uh, you were all excellent in it. Um, I do I do have to admit something though. Um, I only watched the first Hocus Pocus movie like days before watching the sequel. Um, you know what? Is that your experience as well? Thing. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't thing. as popular. I in Canada. watched it after I auditioned for it, so maybe. Okay. It's- Canadian there we go. Getting is exposed. You know what I mean? It's not a I don't feel movie, as bad. All the there Canadians love us now. It's going to be huge in Canada. Yeah, 100%. Yay! Um, now, I've got some, we don't have a ton of time, unfortunately, but I've got some quick fire questions. I want you to answer the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Okay. Right. Okay. Which Got Sanderson it. sister do you connect with the most? Winifred. Mary. Sarah. There you go. Okay. What's one word you'd use to describe this movie? Spectacle. Camp. Oh. Camp. Kooky. Kooky. Oh, I love it. Kooky. I love it. Okay. Cauldron, <laughs> finger zaps, or potions. Finger zaps. Cauldron. Mm. Mm. Finger zaps. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do the finger zaps. 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 Yeah, yeah. Who'd you rather take to Disneyland, Book or Billy Butcherson? Billy, Billy Butcherson. Oh, yeah. Book. Yeah. Book, yeah. Carry Book. Yeah, that's true. Like a baby. People carry babies. Real. Yeah. I feel like Book could probably like float alongside you. I don't know. Something oh, like that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And then okay. could probably do a spell to get you to the front of the line. Okay. Yeah. There okay. you go. And um, I want to know if, you know, obviously we all love Binks, the cat from the original movie. Uh, I want to know if each of you could pick your own talking familiar, what animal would you choose? And Lilia, don't be afraid to pick an Eevee if you want. <gasps> How did you know that? <laughs> I Listen, I, I do my research. I know things. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> if I get an Eevee, it's an Eevee. Yeah, oh my gosh. obviously. It's an Eevee or my dog ghost. I wish ghost could talk, but she's like a Pomeranian Husky. She gives Eevee. So yeah, there you go. (laughs) I would do a Puma. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. That's epic. Yeah. Do you guys know what mine's going to be? It's a gimme cat. No, a minion. A minion. (laughs) Wait, a minion is, but is that an animal though? Yeah. (laughs) That's a, to question. So I feel there like it go. half counts. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Well, listen, um, all of you again were so phenomenal in this movie. Um, I love the the sense of sisterhood that I think this movie really makes shine forward. And all three of you really brought that together. So thank you so much for that. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. That's yeah. thank you. And wow. <laughs> and yeah, I'll be I'll be shouting from the the you know hills of Canada uh to, <laughs> to, to you know the yeah. Canadian, he's got our backs, you guys. There you Center. go. Thank all you. Right. Thank you again so much for your time. Uh, all of you have a wonderful rest of your day, okay? Thank, Thank you, you too. Yeah. Cool setup. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Hi, Anne. My name's Justin. Welcome to the Geek Centric Podcast. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? I am doing great. I'm very excited to chat with you about uh, this magical movie and and coming back <laughs> 29 years later to kind of revisit it all. Um, yeah. And given that we are talking about a Disney classic that that does have a lot of memories, I'd love to tap into maybe some of your memories. Like, w- what was your first interaction with Hocus Pocus? Was it something that you discovered early on or did it connect with you later in life? 
It really, I saw the movie when it first came out as I, I would, cause I love comedy so much. I've always, well, right. I wanted to be, I literally wanted to be the next Gilda Ratner. That was my mission in life. So comedy is the, my go-to and then women, funny women was yes. my everything. So I saw the love movie it. originally in 93 and then I was a dancer. So I was often dancing into the, in the world for many, many years. And so my life just sort of took over and I'm Halloween for me. It was always for children. I love, it's my favorite time of year to, to give candy to kids. And when you open the door, you see that. So I didn't participate as an adult in Halloween. It wasn't my thing, but I love it for children. But I, and I love when people do participate, especially as the Sanderson sisters. So then obviously the movie, I revisited it when they asked me to make it. And yeah. So I was like, oh, I need to watch this again. And I right. did. And of course I had a blast and you do go, Oh, I see. I see why these people love this movie so much. Yeah, no, I, I missed I felt, out on that. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally feel the same way, you know, kind of getting prepared for this, this in the review, you know, rewatching mm -hmm. it and familiarizing myself and forgetting some of those really charming moments, but it's so great yeah. to see how it still holds and how this movie really does connect and kind of serve as a continuation for that, for that sort of charming nature of, of the Sanderson sisters. Oh, and, uh, you know, again, given the recent resurgence and celebrations of, of cult classics, like, you know, the Top Gun Mavericks or yeah. the Cobra Kai, or even keeping it yeah. with Disney, something like Mighty Ducks Game changers which is just coming up what oh, is it about on. yeah what is it about now that makes it relevant uh to bring back the sanderson sisters uh 29 years later well i don't know about those other movies that you spoke about i know about um hocus pocus it's i, I like to say that disney was listening because mm -hmm. the fans have been extremely loud in a Absolutely. beautiful way of yeah adoring this movie and all you have to do is open your door and walk on the street in Halloween and you'll see the Sanderson sisters everywhere you go in real life so it was really the the sequel was always owed to the fans I think on some level and I think uh two of my executives Jess Virtue and Rachel Young from Disney are the ones who said because they're uber fans of the original right. movie they're like we have to do this Mm -hmm. Look at the fans. And so I think Disney was like, yeah, let's do it. And it just, it's divine timing, right? It just is. I don't know why or how, but the fans deserve a sequel. They get, they deserve more time with these delicious characters <laughs> who you love so much. They're just yes. so evil yet delicious and crazy and yet perfect. I don't know. I don't know, but it was amazing. Awesome. I'm excited well, for the fans. Yeah. And, and that's, and I honestly, you know, we, we were talking about that as well. This is for the fans. This is for those who really grew up and loved, uh, you know, this hocus pocus and want to see the story continued. So, uh, and thank you so much uh, for taking the time to join Justin, us here on the Geek Center. It was great Post. to meet you. It was very no, great to meet you. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. And uh, yeah. Thank you. Bye. You as well. I like the piece. <laughs> Bye, my love. Uh, hi, gentlemen. Uh, it's uh, Kevin from the Geek Centric Podcast. Uh, first of all, I just want to say, as somebody who saw the movie at eight years old in theaters and has watched it every single year since, 
Um, I am just such a big fan of Hocus Pocus, and it's so exciting to talk to you both. Um, Doug, I'm going to really start uh, quickly start with you. After 29 years, did you think you would ever get to play Billy Butcherson again? And how excited were you when you found out you were going to have a larger role in this movie than the original? (laughs) I had always hoped that I could revisit him in my dreams like uh, that. I would love to see more of Billy and find out more about Billy. Uh, but expecting or I didn't, I, you know, especially as time <laughs> passed, it's like, I don't know I, 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 that's that kind of decision making is above my pay grade. But uh, <laughs> but when the fandom kept growing and, and and they were like asking and petitioning for a sequel, it's like, well, this maybe this could happen. And especially when uh, when the three original witches like, were saying, yes, I'd like I saw them being interviewed and being asked the same question. And when when you know, when Bette Midler says, yes, I would love to revisit Winifred and do this again, <laughs> like, OK, then we're, we're, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. It's closer. it's it's not an if at that point. It's a when. You know, really. kind of, yeah. Yeah. So getting the call that it was actually happening with a, a date on the calendar was like, yeah. I was elated, just elated. And I said yes before I even knew what the story was going to be or how it was going to come together because I knew it was going to be great. Uh, that's amazing. And it certainly, certainly is. Sam, uh, I want to just say welcome to the Hocus Pocus family. Uh, sure. it, it seems like when I first uh, said that I've been a fan since I was eight years old, it seems like you, too, uh, discovered the film at a young 84, age. 84? Born? Uh, uh, I, I'm an 85er, so we're really close there. Right, right, right yeah. on top of each other. Same. I watched the movie the very first, uh, I don't know if it was opening weekend, but I, so I saw it right at the top, and I, I've watched this movie ever since. So to get to be in it, uh he's like the ultimate fan move i think <laughs> oh i think so were you nervous about stepping into such a beloved franchise uh certainly I, you certainly don't want to come in and be the thing that uh <laughs> that brings it down <laughs> <laughs> and so i hope that didn't happen i think th- i uh so the no, you fit you fit right in and that's the that's the the dream and the goal is to, to be part of the fabric of that uh, piece that you love so much and have it continue and, and like you 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 fit within the 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 weave of it and I think I think I was able to do that I think you oh, did I, I think so not, I don't, I know absolutely you and you two have such great chemistry on screen together uh, I only I only wish we had more of you uh, but yeah. but who knows you know maybe in another twenty nine years um, really quickly <laughs> before I go here I did want to play a quick game uh, it's a classic but we'll do it with a PG Disney spin I want to know. Okay. Kiss, Mary, curse for the oh. Sanderson sisters. Kiss, Mary, or curse. Kiss, Mary, curse. Okay. Uh, well, I would like to. Can I start? Yes, please. Because uh, as the story goes in the first movie, I did kind of leave one for the other. So I would kiss Sarah. <laughs> uh, I would probably marry Mary because uh, uh, she seems like the stable one, believe it or not, even as goofy <laughs> as she is. And of course, uh, curse, Winifred. Billy has nothing good to say or think about her. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's exactly where I thought you'd go with that. Okay, yeah. good. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I think I would. I would kiss Sarah because she's boy crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, I would marry Mary because she's like the most supportive out of the three of them. She yeah. supports her sisters. Right. Therefore, she'd be supportive of her husband. I think as well. Yeah. And then uh, curse Winifred because uh, she's the one who curses. Kind of these are the things that like it's all in the name, right? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mary, Mary, curse the cursor. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for taking some time. Best of luck with the movie. I think it's going to wow people over and become a new holiday tradition for everyone. So best of luck and have a great day. Thank Thanks so thank much. You. And we're back. Uh, well, I got to say, Kevin, uh, that was almost as lovely and as wholesome uh, as the movie itself. <laughs> Don't you think? I think so. I think so. They were all just 
like yeah. so nice and so open to talking about it. And I think it just it showed how excited they were for the movie and for fans to finally get to see it. Absolutely. Kevin, how was it uh, getting to chat with the icon, the legend, Billy Butcherson himself? Well, I mean, I've got my Billy Butcherson tombstone here behind me. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a character that's, you know, been a part of my Halloween. And anybody who listens to the show knows how big Halloween is for my wife and I. And so Billy Butcherson has just been this character that is integral to Halloween every single year for us. And so to finally get to talk to him, uh, as brief as it is, I mean, these interviews are always so quick and you wish you could ask a yeah. hundred questions. Um, <laughs> but just that little, you know, that brief moment to hear how he was excited to come back after 29 years. And so as a fan, it was like, oh, it's so awesome to have this character back and to get more of him in the movie also made it that much uh, that much better. Yeah, man, Doug Jones, like, you know, calling him legendary. He's he's Abe Sapien from Hellboy, Pale Man from Pan's Land. Like, the guy is known for incredible monster portrayals. So he's just such a perfect fit with, uh, with obviously, this. I guess we can call it a franchise now that there's more than one of them. <laughs> exactly. Is that fair to exactly. say? <laughs> yep. Um, I loved how you connected with Sam uh, over kind of when you both saw the movie. It was nice to see. <laughs> yeah, we bonded over that. We were, were about the same age and, and had similar experiences uh, with it. And so that was definitely really cool to hear. And so I can only imagine if he's as big a fan as I am to, to all these years later be a part of that now. Must have been so yeah. exciting for him. So good. And then, dude, I got to applaud you with I was because when I did my interview, I was trying to think of like, what what do I do with three people for for four minutes? Right. Or I, I think I got it three and a half minutes. Um, but I got to applaud you with the kiss. Mary curse uh, was perfect. I completely agree with both Sam and Doug with those answers. I was I was so stoked that you didn't have to explain the rules. Uh, for the game, because as yeah, you said, like it, it gets such a yep. short amount of time, they just knew, um, and that that is kind of a theme with the with everyone from this movie is they're kind of they just get it, they get they get the movie, they get the world they're in, uh, and I was happy to see that they understood the rules of Kiss Mary Curse. <laughs> exactly, I would only I would maybe only switch up. Uh, I mean, I would personally I would marry Mary. I've had a crush on. Kathy and Jimmy Kathy and as Jimmy, Mary yeah. since I was just a kid. I don't. Like, she's, <laughs> she's. It's. It's maybe uh, the the character she plays in uh, Sister Act that really just oh, I yeah. fell in love with oh, her there. Um, so, but yeah. Oh. Uh, so I would just switch those around. But yeah, we're cursing the heck out of Winifred. Um, even <laughs> if even if number two maybe opens up a slight soft spot for her. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely. You definitely feel it. Um, and I, I, you know, you called out Billy Butcherson's gravestone. I love that nobody said anything, both for your I, interview and Justin's. I know. <laughs> I was there. so hoping somebody would notice it because it's a pretty <laughs> iconic, you know, gravestone that we've now seen yeah. in two movies. You yeah. know, it's just so I was hoping, but, uh, you know, with so little time, maybe if, if I had a little more time, I would have like done some nudging over my shoulder or something, <laughs> a little stretch, yeah. a Billy Butcherson yeah. stretch or something. Oh, oh, but... You knock it over and like <laughs> yeah. accidentally like fix it. Oh, let it. me just fix that for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Anne Fletcher was so lovely. She was, she was so enchanting. Um, and you can tell she, like we were saying, like she understands this movie. She, she understands it, it the franchise so well and. Um, you know, she mentioned that she's a dancer and these movies and the Sanderson sisters do so well with physicality and physical comedy. Um, I think it just, you know, you have to imagine her background in dancing really helped to direct those moments. Especially because there's 
a big moment in both films that revolves around music and dance. Uh, in this one, there's a huge number that that having that vision, that background, probably really helped make it as as fun and integral to the movie as it did become. Yeah, yeah, and you can you can you can tell that like there was such a focus from the, just from the interview, like how much focus she did have on fans. Uh, I think bringing that up with Justin is to just like how loud this this cult following, for lack of better words, made uh, you know how much noise they made for this movie uh, is so great. And um, and then yeah, like getting to to hang out with the uh, the three new ladies in the cast, um, that was a party. I gotta tell you, we we had a lot of fun. I like you gave me kudos earlier for you know uh, interviewing two people at once and and finding yeah, a question yeah. to to work with them. I could not imagine just because they the, these young ladies had so much energy and enthusiasm and so yeah. with so little time you had to really keep focus there and you you guys had such great rapport instantly and it was such a fun sort of exchange there like you were i think the energy was contagious off of all of you and it just it was such a fun back and forth and you know once again it's the enthusiasm that all of these players in this production have for this movie. And rightfully so they are not blowing smoke up anybody's mm -hmm. butts here, pretending to be proud of this. I think they're truly proud of it because it, it is yeah. just such a perfect movie for the, the fans like us. And so many of the members of this cast were fans of the original that now get to play a part of it. So it, you can, it's just so palpable and real their enthusiasm for everything. Yeah, and you can it comes through in their performances in the movie as well, uh, as well as like in the interviews. So uh, I love that they were clearly like when I got into the interview, it doesn't actually show in the interview, but they're like uh, Lilia's like just bringing up like she just I heard her overheard heard her say sorry like in in some sort of like pretend Canadian accent. And so I I had to bring it up. I couldn't I couldn't resist. Um, and with Whitney being uh, Canadian as well, it just it 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 all worked out really well. And I love. Like Wednesday Adams vibes from Whitney were just insane. If you're just listening to this and you haven't watched the YouTube version, go over to YouTube, watch the YouTube version, look at her outfit. I was like, I was like, can she be in the next uh, Wednesday That's Adams so portrayal? Because yeah. she looked phenomenal uh, with that. So that was pretty fantastic. And I loved getting to connect with our, you know, anytime we get to connect with with these creators, but specifically with folks from Canada, I think is is really fun. It just kind of, as you said, it. It helps that sort of match that level of of energy um, and the fact that she, you know, she shared in her newness to the franchise, just like I was it's like, great. I'm glad I'm not the only one. I, I was feeling a little bit uh, ashamed of myself coming into that. Interview. Right. No, oh, you kind of found something to bond with each of them. That was that's yeah. what made that work so well. It was it just it was a perfect fit for for everyone. And and yeah, I think, you know, your newness, uh, it just it's such a reflection of how this movie will not just connect with with old fans of of the mm -hmm. original but with new fans i think this is like if if there was a hocus pocus craze going on before this is just going to shoot it to the moon oh, yeah dude 100% uh and kevin just to wrap things up here i want to know about yourself who would you rather go to disneyland with book or billy butcherson See that was such a that was I mean as a big guy I always like to ride with a smaller person just so I have a little <laughs> bit this is on a plane this is at a ball game yeah. this is on ride I have a little bit more leg room arm room <laughs> so Billy would would be great in that regard um, yeah I'm not sure about the bad breath that that might not be fun as the wind's <laughs> blowing in your face yeah um, if he was I mean, sitting both, in front of you you know those rides that only have two yeah spots. <laughs> yeah you wouldn't want to do Space Mountain with with him in front that's for sure um, that's awesome but I mean book book I just think. 
uh, you know, there's there's so much potential there for, yeah. you know, oh, I would love a Mickey Rice Krispie Square right now. Let's make this happen without Boom. having to wait in line. Boom. Yeah. yeah. And maybe you don't even need to do the genie and all the, the fast pass line stuff. Book is hooking you up from the line for every attraction. Um, and, I you know, I would definitely I, – I, maybe book. I'm going to go with book. Cool. Yeah, I, I think I would agree because the trouble with traveling with Billy Butcherson at Disneyland is they have a strict no costumes policy unless it's Halloween. So if it was on Halloween, oh, dude, 100% Billy Butcherson and I are hanging out. But if it's any other day, it's got to be book. I agree with you. I think Belissa had such a great idea with not having to pay for the magic band plus or whatever they call it these days or whatever <laughs> yeah. it is and just use all the magic uh from book to add even more magic uh to the magic most oh no my disney fan card is going to be revoked most magical place on earth there happiest place on earth i can never remember which it's one it is it's both it's both <laughs> uh but just really quickly you know yeah uh, as somebody who's done a pretty decent cosplay during Halloween mm-hmm. uh, at Disney, I was Wreck-It Ralph one year. Yeah. And being a big guy, the costume was really great. And I ended up getting stopped for autographs. <laughs> and there was one point when we were crossing through a parade route. And yeah. people thought I was part of the parade. <laughs> and I was waving and high-fiving these kids. So, I mean, awesome. Billy be getting stopped for photo ops oh, all true. day long. You would never get to any of the rides. So oh, you'd, want, you'd just have to come up with... Uh, like a, some sort of costume to to like something to wear over. Get him a big yeah. oversized Splash Mountain T-shirt or something. You know, <laughs> something like just that. To, just to hide him. Just to hide him up. Um, and then I want to just quickly shout out. I'm happy that yet another one of our uh, incredible guests on the podcast commented on my lighting setup <laughs> yet again. Especially after our interviews uh, with uh, Andor Cast. Definitely go check out that one on YouTube as well to see uh, Denise Ghost and uh, Kyle Soler's reaction to the lights in my room, which took up, unfortunately, like half the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's unfortunate. This is kind of maybe a lot of people's first look at the setup that I have for my uh, podcasting. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, <laughs> and because we're just audio primarily... Um, I, I haven't put much thought into it, but I think I'm going to have to do some reconfiguring here. Uh, I have all these shelves with collectibles and stuff. Maybe I'll I'll flip it around and, yeah. and show that off just to give it a little bit more personality. Uh, on the, nobody will ever be able to compete with your incredible setup, obviously. <laughs> but uh, mine's looking really bland right now. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm feeling a little. I'm feeling like I'm letting people down. But, I think uh, can, that's that's a task for the future. We can get some magic going on get some finger zaps going on i think we'll make it i think we'll make it happen uh again huge thanks to to disney studios canada for helping us set this up again it's 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 always so freaking cool to to get to like watch you know these movies and then to get to get to talk to the people that are in them and 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 made them literally days later is a feeling that i don't think i'll ever not get goosebumps for so it's uh, a dream come true it's It's why we do what we do it's it's you know it's it's just such a cool opportunity after being a fan for 37 30 years whatever it is right like our whole lives we've been fans of these people and the movies they make and and just to get to get even that brief glimpse behind the scenes and to just you know it's not even just as much about hearing their stories, but just getting a, a brief second to tell them yeah. how important and special these things are. It's it's both of those, and it's it's always so much fun. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Again, thanks to Disney Studios Canada to make these opportunities possible for us. That is it for this special Behind the Geeks episode uh, with the director and cast of Hocus Pocus 2. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, feel free to subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash geekcentric, where you might be watching this right now or where you might be listening to this uh, here on your podcast service of choice. Uh, And if you want to write into the show with your thoughts or any of the shows we cover, uh, well, you can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's we are geekcentric at gmail.com or uh, if that's a little bit too uh what we're gonna say 19th century salem is that is that is that far enough back century. 17th century dude listen i'm too young for all this uh 17th century <laughs> stuff if that's too 17th century salem for you uh you can hit us up uh on twitter at geekcentric yt as well as on instagram at we are geekcentric keep in mind we have a ton of uh weekly content uh, that we do as well like our our this week in geek series where we discuss the latest news and trailers with our most recent episode uh kevin hosted and we discussed the return of wolverine to the mcu in deadpool Three, which is mind blowing, as well as the uh, the trailer for HBO's The Last of Us. Uh, and lastly, we currently have two watch clubs going on right now: one for She-Hulk: Attorney at Law, uh, and the other for Andor. Uh, with both of those series covering our thoughts and theories as we go through uh, each episode. So that is uh, that is it, Kevin. Uh, I have to say, come, we fly, and as we say, love you. Get home safe, guys.